Hello people, we're going to sit down for a nice quiet podcast today. My girlfriend Imogen is sleeping in the other room just outside the podcast room, so we'll have a little ASMR session today. I'm going to be half whispering. I really like sitting down, I've said this in lots of podcasts, I really like sitting down with this format for podcasts as opposed to YouTube videos. I love YouTube, you know, as well. There's something nice about a podcast. You don't have to have the camera on. You don't have to worry about looking at the camera. You can just kind of stare off into the distance and talk into the microphone. It's a lot more peaceful. And I think it's a different experience, or it is a different experience listening to it as well. Listening to a podcast feels much more, at least for me, intimate as opposed to a YouTube video. Usually when I listen to a podcast, I'm really focused on it. I'm going for a walk or I'm cleaning the dishes or doing something like that. And I'm just concentrating on what's being said as opposed to YouTube. Often when I watched YouTube and I'm not watching YouTube at the moment for a year just to give myself a break. But often when I watched YouTube, I'd be very distracted and I wouldn't actually be paying a lot of attention to what was being said. So I love the format of podcasts. That's why I have separated them. That's why there is different content on the podcast and on YouTube. It means it's more work for me. It means I'm diversifying, yes, and it's it's extra effort, but I really enjoy it. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to consolidate the two. I can't say never, never say never, but I don't think I'm going to stick the, the same content on the podcast and the YouTube channel. I like keeping them separate. I like being able to just sit down and record audio. So that's why I have separate channels, I guess you'd say, you know, podcast versus YouTube. And by the way, if any of you ever have any questions as to why I do stuff, like another one that I get sometimes is how come I don't put timestamps in my YouTube videos? I guess you could say how come I don't put timestamps in the podcast as well. I love these kind of really interesting questions that you don't think about the answer to when you're just the person listening. I never really thought about the answers to any of these questions until I became a content creator. You know what I mean? I'd be like, why does this guy have a separate podcast and a YouTube channel? Isn't that dumb? Shouldn't the same content be coming out on both? Or I'd be thinking, you know, why doesn't he put timestamps in his videos? God, it makes the video so much better if you'd put timestamps. Why aren't you doing that? You never really think about, you never really like empathize or, or go deep and say, why is this guy not doing this? But when you become a content creator, when you're putting this stuff out, yeah, it's 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 a completely different world. It's it's fascinating being on the other side of it. I'm someone that's always, you know, ha- I've always watched a lot of YouTube comment. I've always listened to a lot of podcasts and being on the other side of it is fascinating. So to answer that question as to why I don't put timestamps on the videos, because top, stop and think about how you would put a timestamp in a video. Like actually think about it. And some of my videos are, you know, two hours long, the interviews that I do with my past coaching clients. Stop and think about what I would have to do to put timestamps in there. I would have to watch the entire video and I would have to pay full attention to the video and the moments where, you know, we talk about a different thing or like where I can insert a chapter, a a timestamp. Like when we talk about a different topic or a new topic, I would have to pause, you know, like stick, write down the time, put a little heading, and then keep playing the video. You basically have to watch the entire video, but it takes even longer because you're pausing to add extra stuff. And so I've done that on a couple of videos, a couple of really, really important ones that I felt were really important, but it is absolutely just not worth it at this point in time. And then you could say, well, why don't you just pay someone? Because I don't have a whole lot of money at this point in time. 
I have massive tax debts that I need to pay off. Like at, at this point, I think $150,000, $100,000, I think, because the first year, first two years of building this business, we didn't pay tax because we couldn't pay the fucking bills. So I have a lot of tax debt. I don't have a ton of money. I'm not going to just throw that into like timestamps and stuff like that. So yeah, it's really interesting being on the other side of things and how when you're just consuming the content, you don't think about a lot of this stuff because you don't really think, you don't know the, the creator's full story. You just assume he must have a shitload of time, a shitload of money. Why isn't he doing this thing that I want him to do? And that's another thing to think about. When you're on the other side of content, like when you're just consuming it, you assume like all your content creators must just be sitting around, you know, all this free time because they don't work a job anymore and they have all the free time in the world to do all these jobs. No, like <laughs> when you run your own business, when you're an entrepreneur or when you're a content creator, holy shit, you don't have like, it's not even time. It's, it's, it's energy, it's willpower, it's, you know, something gets drained when you do a lot of tasks in a day. And if I sit down and record five podcasts in a day, I don't then feel like spending another seven hours making timestamps for them. Or if I have big coaching calls and lots of my coaching calls go for, you know, three hours where I pour my heart and soul into helping the person after that, I'm fucking wrecked. I'm not then thinking, Hey, let me sit down for the next two hours and timestamp this thing. Or let me sit down and you know, redesign the look of my website or something like that. No, fuck that. Fuck that. So yeah, it's really interesting being on the other side of content creation. And I think it's something that we don't think about when we're just consuming it. It's really, really, really fascinating. It's, it's definitely a completely, it's something that a lot of people don't understand unless they're content creators. You can have these conversations with content creators and they really get it. But for anyone who isn't, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, a completely different world. So I want to talk about something else in this podcast and then we'll finish up because today Imogen and I are going to go on some adventures and have a fun time, but I will quickly read something out from someone in the coaching program, right? Like he said, somehow I do not share my self-improvement journey and goals with a lot of friends since there are some very private things I'm working on, like sex, threesome stuffs or hippie spiritual things, you know, love and peace and all of that. It feels like I am holding back to avoid losing friends that might not support this way of thinking since it's not mainstream, but I still want to keep them as friends for specific reasons like sports partners. Do you guys open up to all your friends about what you're going through and working on, or do you keep it simple sometimes and not share as much with them? So I personally tell basically every single one of my friends. There've been a couple of exceptions to that in the past, but for the most part, I tell everybody. However, what I would say, if any of you are in the same situation where you're like, I just don't know if my friends will support me on this. First of all, I'd say like, like my answer is usually going to be take a chance and just, you know, take a risk, tell them a little bit, like just tell them a little bit, just say, I've been working on socializing. I've been going outside and talking to people to try and socialize and see how they respond to that. And then later you can tell them, and I've been talking to women to socialize and see how they respond to that and say, and I've actually been asking some of these women out and see how they respond to that, right? Like you can take little baby steps. You don't have to say, Hey, by the way, I'm having threesomes. Like I'm having a lot of sex and I care about enlightenment and I want to become a Buddhist monk. You don't have to like immediately jump to that. But the second thing I'll say is you don't have to tell all of your friends what you're working on. I personally do at this point, because 
I don't want anyone in my life that doesn't know exactly who I am. And it's all out there on the internet as well. So they might eventually find it. I'd rather just tell them like upfront, straight up. I also feel like it's more honest with some, with, with people that I'm, I'm meeting and wanting to say, you know, let's be friends. I want them to know all of me so then they can decide if they like me or not. I don't want to spring something on them like a year into the friendship and be like, hey, by the way, I'm in an open relationship with my girlfriend and we have threesomes, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe they're not comfortable with that. I'd rather tell them that upfront. I'd rather screen for it upfront. But what I will say is you guys and me at the start of all of this, I, I didn't tell everyone everything I was working on. You don't have to. Don't feel obliged. What you can do is say, I will keep these friends that I have and they will be like my sports friends or they will be my going to bars friends. You can compartmentalize your friendships. In other words, you can get different things out of different friends. Like you can have some sports friends that you hang out with and have a good time. You can have some deep and meaningful friends. You could have some hippie spiritual friends. They don't have to like each friend doesn't have to give you absolutely everything. Because not everybody on the planet is going to agree with everything you do or like everything you do. And so don't feel like each friend has to give you everything. No, you can have a bunch of different friends that give you different things. So I'll read out some of what I wrote in response to this coaching client of mine. I'll read it all out. I wrote him a really long reply and I tend to write really massive long replies in the coaching program. But I'll read it all out here. So I said to him, I've built my entire life around only having people around me who are open-minded. They're not all into threesomes and sex. I actually have some Christian conservative friends, but they're supportive of me doing what I want as long as everybody's lives are benefited. As for family, like my family, I've told all of them. Imogen's mother knows as well, and they're all supportive, as in they know that, you know, we have a website, they've seen some of the content, they know that we're in an open relationship, they know all of that stuff. You might be surprised that some people will support you if you take a chance and tell them. And if they don't support you, that's okay. They're just believing their own stories. Yeah. If someone doesn't support you, it's because they think like sex is bad or threesomes are evil, or they might be making some assumptions. Like they might be assuming if you're having lots of casual sex, you must be lying to the women and leading them on. And so if you do open up to people about that, be honest about what's happening. Just say like, yeah, I'm, I tell all the girls, I'm very upfront. I make sure they're into it. They're, they're really into it. They want the same thing. They want to date casually. So we're all consenting. We're all happy. I, I would never make someone do something they don't want to do. I'd never lie to someone. You know, I want to make sure I give them all the information up front. I'm very honest and upfront with them. I'm authentic. I'm not trying to manipulate. You say all of that stuff. You say, I want their lives to be better for having met me. I'm not trying to just get a notch in my belt, you know, as best I can. Even if I'm just kind to them, I'm trying to leave them just a little bit better than I found them just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. So you can, you can tell people that and work through their assumptions. So I go on to say, you can also go out and directly make some friends who'll be supportive on Bumble, friends, on meetup, Facebook groups, etc. I have found that if you meet hippies or spiritual types, as in people who literally define themselves as I'm very spiritual, they are almost always supportive of whatever you want to do even if they're not having threesomes, open relationships themselves. Yeah, hippies and spiritual people tend to be very open-minded. Um, as long as they can see that everyone who's doing it is happy and consenting. Yeah, hippies are the people that will just be like, yep, yeah, and, and spiritual people as well. And enlightened people and Buddhist people and stuff like that, generally speaking, are people who will be like, yep, yeah, I want you to do whatever makes you happy. As long as everyone's happy, awesome, great. That's just my, you know life philosophy. Most spiritual people are like that. They, they tend to have a philosophy of, you know, do no harm, 
let's reduce suffering in the world. Let's make sure everyone's happy. So as long as you're going along with that, with your goals, most spiritual people will absolutely support you. Even the weird kinky shit, you know, like you're having threesomes, open relationships. Not that those are that weird and kinky to me, but I get that they're not mainstream. So I went on to say people like Ed and lots of the pagan friends that he makes. So yeah, he makes lots of pagan and spiritual and witchy friends, like people who are witches. Like he's into that, like, spiritual side of things like they go into the forest and they have little campfires and they talk about love and peace and all that kind of shit so yeah ed and a lot of the pagan friends he makes are a good example i also have a mate who is friends with lots of spiritual people too and they're all very supportive even religious people can be open-minded if they're on the spiritual side of things rather than the conservative religious zealot side of things also people who are just into self-improvement in general Screening for those people, as in trying to meet those people, usually brings in the people who are more open-minded and already on board with doing things that are not mainstream. Yeah, so if you just make friends with people who are hardcore into self-improvement or who have big goals, even like hardcore entrepreneurs, they might not understand why you're having threesomes, but they'll be like, yeah, brother, like you do you, man. Like I understand it. I'm out here trying to make millions of dollars from fucking Bitcoin or something. I'm already weird. I'm already doing things that are non-mainstream. You want to go and have a weird sex life? Awesome. Do that. So I find self-improvement people are pretty into this as well or pretty open-minded. So I go on to say, the main theme that you can see that I'm referring to is screening. Start screening for what you want, which means telling people early on in the interaction, as in early on when you meet them, like when you're making new friends, my girlfriend and I date women together, or I'm very spiritual. I'm into tantric sex, exploration, self-improvement, making money, all that good stuff. You basically screen for the type of friends that you're looking for, whatever it is that your goal that you're currently working on, or just, you know, self-improvement in general, goals in general. At the end of the day, mate, do whatever feels right for you. There's no right answer here. It took me quite a few years to open up to everybody about all of this. It's only very recently in the last two years that I've I, I now tell anybody who ask, I'm a sex coach, Emmy and I date other girls together. In the past, I was a lot more shy about it. Make a note. Sorry, ignore that sentence. Emmy uh, will have a lot to say about this as well. Yeah, so I was going to get him, I was going to get Emmy to write some, I think I did. I got Emmy to write him some of her own thoughts too, because she has gone through a radical transformation and a lot of her friends were not supportive in the early days. So she cut them off and they cut or they cut her off. She had to learn how to screen for supportive friends. So she will have a lot to say to your girlfriend too. Yeah. That's sometimes what we do in the coaching program. If a guy has like a girlfriend, Emmy will give her some advice. We've even done quite a few. I think we've done like 20 coaching calls where Emmy will sit there as well. Like we will both coach the couple together so those are always really fun at some point i'll probably sit down with emmy and do a podcast on how those have gone like i'll get her on there and we'll talk about our experiences doing those coaching calls they're really fun i really like having her there it's it's really 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 fun but yeah that's what i wrote to the guy i would say to all of you listening if you're <clears throat> you know wanting or you're feeling like you can't open up to all your friends like i said you can just take little baby steps and open up a little bit at a time and see how they respond or you can just compartmentalize your friendships and say, okay, this is my sports friend and he's not super into self-improvement. So, you know, 
I won't talk to him about that stuff. We'll just talk about like hanging out. We'll talk about whatever it is that we want to talk about. We'll play some fucking video games together on the weekend. And then I will have my other friends that I focus on self-improvement with. And we go all in on that shit. And that's what I talk to them about. And I have that need met by them, you know, because you might feel like you have a need to talk to people about some of your goals. So go make some friends that will talk to you about those goals. You don't have to change your current friends. Like you don't have to delete your current friends and get rid of them and then go find, you know, people who fully support you. You can just find extra people who will support you and you can keep your current friends. I will also link to an article. I'll put it in the description. If you go to my website, killyourandalooza.com and search for an article just called like how to make friends, just search for the word friends. It's called how to make friends. And in this article, I have a full list of like, you know, everything that I'm talking about here, how you screen for people that will, you know, support you. I have a template that you can send people. You can go on Bumble and on Bumble, there's like a friendship section. It's not just for dating. So you go to the friendship section and you can just copy paste this template that I've listed here for you in this article. You just copy paste it to everybody and It screens for what you want. You can tweak it and change it into your own words, but it says exactly what you're looking for. Like I'm looking for ambitious guys who have goals they're working on and things they're working on achieving. You know, right now I'm working on this. I'm looking to build a tribe of guys who push each other and have each other's back, blah, blah, blah. Like I've got a full template in there. You can just copy paste. I also show you a couple of screenshots, like a couple of conversations from some of the guys that I've made friends with using this template. And one of them in particular is still one of my closest mates. Like, and I did this like, I don't know, three years ago, something like that, like quite a few years ago. So we still be mates up until this day. Maybe it was two years ago. I can't remember. I think two years. So this template works really well. And I've got other ways you can meet friends and find people who are into the same shit as you and who will push you. So go check that out. I'll leave a link in the description or the show notes in this episode. Obviously, if you would like to sign up for coaching, that is available. I'm going to push or I'm going to focus more on the group coaching from now on. What I mean by that is Cam who's a coach in the program alongside me. You guys know him on the forums as Radical. He suggested that I focus more on the group coaching and just call that the coaching. And then if anyone wants one-on-one coaching with me, which is like the more hardcore VIP package, that's the one that costs 50,000 US dollars for six months. If anyone wants that, they can just hit me up and ask for that. But yeah, he suggested completely redesigning the 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 funnel, I guess you'd say, like how I mention coaching, how I talk about it. And he said, just call the group coaching, the coaching. It's much more streamlined that way. And then people don't get confused and go, which program do I want? Do I want the expensive one, the one-on-one, or do I want the group? Because to be honest, like, even if you sign up or if you sign up for the group coaching, like you're getting insane access to me anyway. I answer every question that's in the Facebook group. You know, like this this podcast that we did here today was me reading out most of my answer. I write like fucking 10 paragraphs to half of the questions and I will leave voice messages for people and I'll, I'll basically do a pod, I'll basically record a podcast, like a private podcast for people. I'll just talk for like half an hour and then I'll be like, there you go. I hope that answers your question. And then I'm obviously there on the group calls every week and those go for like two or three hours. Like, yeah, it's it's... I agree with what Cam suggested, which is like streamlining it and making it more apparent that the group coaching isn't like a 
because I think it's had this sort of, or I've treated it, maybe you could say it like that. I've treated it as like the second class option. You know what I mean? Like if you're really serious, you'll sign up for the expensive one-on-one coaching with me. But if not, then I guess the group coaching will do. And it's like, that's not the case. I put like so much effort into the group coaching and going forwards, I would like that to be the main type of coaching. It's why my one-on-one coaching is so, you know, premium. 50,000 US dollars for six months. I understand that's a lot of money. I understand people might not always have that. I've had one person sign up for that so far. Working with him has been amazing, by the way. But, you know, I put that price to what it is so that I could have less one-on-one clients so I can focus on the group coaching because it's just, it's such a wonderful environment. It really is. Like everybody who's in there pushes each other like crazy. There's such a beautiful bunch of guys. We've got some guys in there who are like long-term, who've been doing coaching long-term. So Ed and Ravi are two great examples. You guys have heard them in so much of my content. They, you get to like hang out with them basically. And at this point, because they've both been working with me for like two years each, they both absolutely know what they're doing with business, with women, with their own mental health, with happiness, with peace, with their bodies. They both really know what they're doing. So they're basically coaches in there, even though they're not really coaches, but they basically coach all the other guys in the program. So does Cam. I pay Cam to be a coach in the group. I myself am obviously in there. People jump in there and it's like, you immediately have access to like four experienced guys who are like willing to you know, coach you on everything. There's also another guy in the group who's a personal trainer who coaches people. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking, it's a pretty solid goddamn group. We also have a bunch of like members only content, like podcasts and videos and guides and courses and books and shit like that, that I give to everybody who joins the group. So it's definitely a premium coaching package. And I think I want to treat it more like that rather than saying it's the second tier coaching package. If you don't sign up for the the one-on-one No, I want to make it more like it's just the coaching program. You know what I mean? And then if someone wants one-on-one coaching, yeah, you can hit me up and like it's listed on my website, you know, it exists. You can hit me up and we'll do it. But yeah, I want to, I want to focus more on the group coaching because my mission with this podcast, my mission with my YouTube channel, my mission with, with everything I'm doing with my content is to get to a point where it takes less and less like time in my calendar, I guess is what I care about. I care. I'm someone that cares very much about having a free calendar, having nothing in my calendar. That's what I care about. Obviously I have the group coaching calls once a week. That's in the calendar. It's always the same time every week, obviously. And, you know, if I ever do get one-on-one clients, like I've got one guy at the moment, you know, the $50,000 guy, sure you know, that's in the calendar. But other than that, I want the calendar to be free. That's, it's just what I personally care about. I really, really, really like being able to jump in the coaching group, in the Facebook group, and just answer the questions every day, whenever I feel like it that day. I love being able to wake up in the morning and sometimes I'm feeling inspired, I'm feeling great. I will jump in the group and I'll just leave everyone a bunch of voice messages as I go for a long walk for like two hours. I just, I love that. Other days, you know, maybe I wanna do something in the morning, I wanna go to the gym or I'm busy or whatever. I wanna just be able to answer questions on my phone in the afternoon, like whenever I feel like it. I'm someone that really values having a free calendar. That has always been my main prerogative, my main goal, way more than making money, way more than anything else. I've always cared about freedom. Freedom has always been more important to me than money ever could be. 
I never want to be the Alex Hamozzi guy or anyone like that who's earning hundreds of millions of dollars if I have to be a slave to the job. And I don't think Alex Hamozzi is a slave to the job, by the way. I, I He's the opposite of that. But I don't want to be doing as much as he is. I don't want as many commitments as he is. I want to be loose. I want to be free. The whole reason that I got into self-improvement, the whole reason that I got into him, you know, started improving my sex life was I wanted more freedom. I wanted more choice. And so all of this is to sum up and say, yeah, I very much want to focus on the group coaching because that gives me the most freedom. It's the one where I have the most love for all of the clients because, you know, it's just such a nice environment. It is obviously. And and if anyone listening wants the one-on-one, yes, that's there. That will always be there. Can't say always. That is there for now. But yeah, I want to really focus on the group more and more. So if you've listened this far, I appreciate you. If you want coaching, if that's something you want, links in the description below. A lot of the time people will say, oh, but I don't know if I have the money. I have payment plans. Like, please don't let that be an excuse. I will work with you. We'll figure out how to make it work. Please email me if you've been even slightly considering it. We would love to have you in the group. Right now, there's where we're at a point where the guys that are in there are like some absolute, I won't say some of their names because they want to be anonymous, but you know, like I said, there's Ed, there's Ravi, there's the personal trainer guy, there's myself, there's Cam, there's a couple of other guys that, again, I won't say their names, but they're just absolutely the most like supportive, spiritual, like legendary dudes. And one of them's working on business and open relationships. Another guy's working on open relationships. There's just some absolute killers in the group right now. So we would love to have you in there. You also get access to the discord group that I talk about all the time, which is all of my coaching clients for the rest of eternity will be in that group. So you can join right now. There's like a hundred people in the group or something that you immediately get access to for the rest of your life. And you can stay in the discord group for life. So I'm offering you the ability to answer this or solve this problem that we started this podcast, right? Like, how do I find people that will support my goals? Are you kidding me? Sign up for the fucking coaching. It's only 7,000 US dollars. That is fucking nothing when you get to network with people who will support your goals for the rest of your life. And half of the people in the Discord group end up meeting up in person and they, some of them live together now because they've met through that. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a no fucking brainer, to be honest. Like, I wish this shit was available when I, when I was improving myself, I would have dropped, I dropped like $10,000 just so I could move to the center of my city. And I had to take out a bank loan for that, which took me like two years to pay off. I would have given anything to pay $7,000 to to get access to people who would support me for life. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm literally saying I, you can just pay to play, pay to win. Sorry. You can just buy a support network, just buy a bunch of friends. So that's there. Can't say any more to talk you into it. If you've heard all this and you still don't want it, that's on you. I will leave links in the description to the coaching links in the description to my, how to make a friend, how to make friends article. As always, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and crush your goals.